Good morning, welcome everybody. You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM 87.6, 8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. Positively different radio in the morning. You're with the double L team, Lyle and... Liam, good morning, Lyle. How are you this morning? I am fantastic this morning. That is fantastic to hear. How are you this morning? <laughs> I'm doing really well as also. And, and what are you thankful for this morning? This morning, I am thankful that it's Friday... Okay. In particular, for a very specific reason, which is today... The weekend is coming up. Sorry? The weekend is coming up. That too. And tomorrow is, uh, is, is Sabbath, Saturday, the day of worship. But more important... Well, I don't, not more importantly, but importantly for me and for a lot of people, today is Formal Friday, which means we get to wear formal wear and dress up and feel great about ourselves. So yes, the three of us here in the studio at the moment are all uh, dressed up to the nines. So we hope for the, we hope that you're joining us today. And if your day is just starting, uh, maybe you are having work at home at the moment. Well, rather than going to work in your PJs, why don't dress you up join, a little bit. join join in on the Absolutely. fun? Absolutely. Um, dress up and have a formal Friday. Send us a photo. Um, we'll. You know, we'd love to love to see what you've got happening for your formal Friday. I don't know if you Friday noticed earlier, Lyle, but I'm also wearing suspenders. So, yes, I'm. Uh, I couldn't find my bow tie, but I, I okay. So I got to give you. I've got to give you a description right now of Liam. All right. So, um, what is <laughs> oh, it? Yeah. Uh, jeans. Oh, the chinos. Chinos. With, chinos with some fancy. Uh, not not like dress up shoes, but no, dress not up shoes. not dress up shoes at they're, all. They're not like with with a, with a dress shirt. Yeah, yeah. Black tie. Yep. Black suit. Yep. Suspenders. Yep. Uh, you were going to wear the bow tie. I was going to, but I couldn't find it. And the eagle's beanie. Absolutely. <laughs> Such a bogan. <laughs> Got to keep your head warm. Ah, <laughs> uh, North Queensland bogans. What? Gotta love them. What Gotta are you thankful them. for? Uh, I, I am. I am thankful for. Ooh, let me think. What am I thankful? For? I had a whole bunch of things. I was going. Oh, yeah, date night. Date I've, night. I've been thankful for date night before, but date night was different last night because oh. date night involved a walk around the block. Oh, that's, very nice. That's what you do for date date night these days. This is a reminder. You're listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show live and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on Faith FM Breakfast Show, then simply download the Faith FM app available on Apple or Android platforms. So coming up in today's news, we are going to be talking about the contact tracing app that the government is talking about rolling out. We want to get your thoughts on this, so get ready to give us a call, 1-800-324-843. Will you download the app? Will you give all of your private travel details to the government? Love to hear what you've got to say on that one. Go on up to the mountain of mercy. To the crimson perpetual tide Kneel down on the shore Be thirsty no more Go under and be purified Follow Christ to the holy mountain Sinner sorry and wrecked by the fall Cleanse your heart and your soul
in perpetual tide Kneel down on the shore Be thirsty no more Go under and be purified Welcome back to The Breakfast Show. That was Sixpence None the Richer with Beautiful Scandalous Night. We've come time to, for, for, we've come time to do our first quiz for the day. Are you ready for the quiz, Lyle? Yeah, bring it on. What yeah? have we got? All right, this is a What Book Am I? In this book, I tell how the Benjamite men took their wives from the dancers at Shiloh. Which book talks okay. about Benjamin? We are the going to go men. with this one here. Taking their wives from the dancers at Shiloh. That is correct. So, if you think you know what the answer is, give us a call at 1-800-324-843. That's 1-800-FAITH-FM. Or you can send us a text at 0491-064-669. And if you are the first person to call in or text in with the correct answer, we're continuing on with the Your Story Hour series. You will be sent, you will be receiving a copy of Your Story Hour. And this particular one is talking about the heritage of the United States. And so it talks about presidents such as Abraham Lincoln, uh, a bit of cultural history with the uh, Native Americans. Um, so, yeah, a bunch of uh, very good stories to help pass time while you're in isolation at the moment. So if you'd like to get your hands on that, call in with the correct answer and we will send that your way. Okay, what have we got for happening in the... Oh, before we get to positively different news, just a quick reminder, of course, uh, this Saturday. Don't forget to, and that is tomorrow, don't forget to join us between 9.30 and 10.30, Matt Parra and myself, as we dig into small group interactive Bible study that will be happening 9.30 to 10.30 tomorrow, Matt Parra and myself, small group interactive Bible study live here on Faith FM. Very good. Okay, positively different news. What do we got? Positively different news. Um, now, this time last year, uh, some very tragic news happened in uh, in Paris, where the Notre Dame Cathedral. It, it, there was a fire, and and the tower, the bell tower, the, the big. What's the big pointy bit? Yeah, the spire. The spire. That's the one. The spire. It fell down, and uh, so what happened? Yes, last night was that um, the. Last night, the, the 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 people of Paris, what they have been doing over the last month is every night at eight p.m. they come out and they applaud the the the, the frontline medical workers. So you, you know your your doctors, your nurses, and um, the people making sure that everyone's staying safe at the moment. So what happened last night was the um, they came out and instead of applauding at eight p.m., they listened to the bell tower 
ring for the first time in a year at at 8 p.m. and it it rang out for five minutes, and I was just and, and after the five minutes concluded, then everyone sort of went into a roar of applaud, and I just it got me thinking. Have you ever been to? It would have been very special for the Parisians to go oh, through that experience. Absolutely. Have you ever been to a big sporting match or, or a big event where everyone is is collectively silent? Ah, uh, no. I have been to an AFL match last year um, in Perth, and it was just recently a member of it was a, a, an AFL game between West, West Coast Eagles because I support West Coast Eagles. I went to a West Coast match, and just recently in the West Coast sort of community or the West Coast family, someone had passed away. And so, what happened at this particular event is they they took a minute silence. So this is a stadium that had you know fifty thousand people in it. They were all silent for a minute. And then after it finished, it just went up into uproar. There was fifty thousand people. How many? Do you know how many people live in in Paris? Yeah, I really have no idea. But it's, I think it's in the millions. Oh yeah, definitely. So it be, uh, probably like maybe ten million, something like if that. There's I would think. It's a big any, city. Oh, it's major, major huge. world city. So picture silence in from ten million people, and, and and all you hear, the only thing that you hear is the sound of a bell ringing. Just to, yeah, to that would have been very commemorate. special. And would have been then, very special to be there to oh, hear that. Absolutely. And then, and then after that, everyone doing what they all did, uh, have been doing for the last couple of months, and everyone applauding and getting around each other, supporting one another, and, and more importantly, supporting the, the frontline medical workers. And hopefully, you know, because this came from a church, it's an event that will actually, you know, prompt people to think about Jesus. Absolutely, point people to Jesus. And and you know, the Notre Dame, the church, the cathedral, it's been closed off since mid March. Um, it's been surrounded by you know fences to make sure that no one can get in, and all the workers in reconstruction they've had to go home, just to help manage the everything that's been going on. Because I think to date, over seventeen thousand people have died in Paris as a result right. of coronavirus. So it's it's you know when something happens this big, and everyone gets around in such a significant way, it's really really special. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So yeah, there's that story. Moving on to another story that's a little bit closer to home. Again, going back in time to 2013. Okay, now in 2013 in Tasmania, do you remember what happened in in 2013 in Tasmania? It was a devastating event. Uh, Lots of things happened back then. Was it uh, bushfires? It was indeed the bushfires. Now there was something that there, there was one farm in Tasmania, and one sheep got away. It was a little lamb at the time, and and this land named Prickles, it got out in 2013. And what happened recently in Tasmania is the the, the farm where this comes from, the, the farmers, they, you know, to, to keep things interesting, to keep things happening, what they did is they've been going around to different parts of, of the farm, different paddocks, and having dinner or having a meal there. And on this, on this particular night, they went out to one paddock and looked across the dam, and on the other side of the dam... They saw this huge, incredibly woolly sheep staring back at them, and so they uh, they instantly knew that that was Prickles, and they then went off uh, on a chase. The, the The husband at the farm he went off and he ran around for I think it said thirty minutes trying to chase this sheep, and um, the, the well, rest- this sheep is a wild sheep. Oh, absolutely, this is no it, longer a domestic it's still, animal. It, it was so young when it left that it still had its tail on. Uh, its tail had not yet been removed, and of course it's removed for, for hygiene reasons to make sure that it stays healthy. So. You know, it sort of just signifies how young it was and how long it's been since it's since it's been. They have not yet um, shown, 
you know, Shaun the Sheep yet? Is it, I keep thinking about the, the cartoon. Anyway, um, so yeah, but what happened was they chased it around and the husband, he tackled the sheep and half an hour later after, you know, it, it first happened, his wife got a phone call of, the, of her husband that was currently on top of the sheep with lots of prickles sticking in him, since, hence the name Prickles. And um, yeah, they, they finally got the sheep and brought it back and... Yeah, now the sheep. Be interesting to see how much wool that this uh, animal produces the, after growing the current, wool for seven years. The current record that it needs to break is, uh, I believe, it was forty-one point one kilograms. So anything could happen. I reckon that would be quite a story, to, quite the record, and quite the story to go. I wonder with the how record. you go about shearing a sheep's tail. I don't know. I'd, I wonder whether sheep shearers would actually know how to do that. I don't think they would. I reckon they they would. I don't I, look. I'm not a, a farmer or a sheep person. But I think they would just go with removing the tail. I think. I, yeah, I think, I, I, I think, I think they're going to have to shear it first. Just so they, they can find where it starts yeah, find and where, where it, it is. That's right. Find where it is. Yeah, but I saw, oh, I saw a picture of this, of this particular sheep. and um, It's a merino wool sheep. And the reason why it's managed to survive for so long is that it doesn't have any wool on its face. And that's the thing that, that, that that's one of the main reasons why sheep absolutely need to be have their, their wool taken off is because if their their wool covers their face then they can't breathe and they sort of engorse them and they're just one massive wool ball but this particular sheep it, it was a, a sheep that didn't have any wool on its, on its face and um yeah so and sheep it, are a pretty vulnerable animal too because they yeah. they can fairly easily get caught and they're not the kind of animal that will struggle for a long time no they tend to just sort of give up rather easily and so often you'll find a sheep that gets caught in the blackberries and it'll just like lay there until it dies yeah. or it'll fall in a yeah. creek. And so this one's done particularly well to make it through seven years. It has indeed. Um, and to avoid predators during that time period because once again, it doesn't have wool to protect its face. Yeah. And so, you know, sheep are primarily protected from predators by their wool, but, um, you know, this is merino. So it's, um, yeah, not as well protected as some other sheep. So Prickles has done well. Welcome home, Prickles. It'll be wonder, you, you kind of wonder what Prickles will feel like when he first gets shorn. And of course, this story reminded me of the story of the lost sheep. And this song coming up now is The 99 and 9 by Andrew Peterson. of the fold But one was out on the hills away Far off from the gates of gold Away on the mountains wild and bare Away from the tender shepherd's care of mine has wandered away 
was lost with Andrew Peterson here on Faith FM. A little bit of an Irish jig at the end there. That was indeed. You know my name, Liam, is actually is, is actually an Irish name. Yes, it is. Comes from the Irish the Irish version of William. There you go. Okay, so William, would you like to bring for us the next clue? Clue for number quiz? two, indeed. Uh, okay, here we go. So, quite this is quite this is a quote from this particular book. It is, if Baal really is a god. He can defend himself when someone breaks down his altar. So which book does that quote come from? If you think you know which book it is, give us a call at 1-800-324-843. That's 1-800-FAITH-FM. Or you can send us a text at 0491-064-669. And if you're the first person with the correct answer, we will be sending you a copy of your story hour, this uh, this particular one, focusing on the heritage or the history of America. Okay. Well, what, what in more serious news, news indeed. Uh, I have a question for you, Liam. What's the question? Here we go. Uh, contact tracing app. Contact tracing app. Yes. Are you going to get it or are you not going to get it? If it becomes available. Uh, look. And if so, why? And if you're a listener, 1-800-324-843 is uh, the number to call. I'd like to know your reasons for or against or why. My, I don't think I would. Okay. Because I, well, what's the purpose of the app? It's, it's to see where, what areas people have been getting it and where they have been. Well, it, basically it follows you around and whenever you come in contact with somebody who may have been in contact with somebody who... Does that person also need to have the app? Yes. 
So yeah, look, I don't, I don't think I would because I, I don't think I could guarantee that the people that I go with, the people that I'm around, would also get it. And the people like the people that I'm around regularly, I don't use, I don't worry about. Like you, for example, if you get it, I can almost guarantee that I'm getting it. So there's really, <laughs> there's really no. And the people at home, if if the people that I'm around regularly, I don't, I'm not too stressed about that. Um, the people you're around regularly, though, are people you're kind of going to know whether they are. Yeah, that's it. So you, you, you don't even, it's not as necessary for And I don't, I haven't been really for, going out to the shops a lot either. So yeah. I think in the past two weeks, I might have gone to the shops once. Um, and that was only for, for 15, even less than that, 10 minutes, five minutes to, to get some cash out to, um, to, to, to pay rent. So, yeah, I, I guess it's, a, it's one of these interesting discussions because uh, the rea- reality is at the moment, if the government wants to trace your phone to find out where you are, they first have to get a warrant for that. Yes. And there's um, significant paperwork involved in getting a warrant to find your phone. And once they have that warrant, then they have to fork out, you know, massive amounts of money to the telecommunications companies that own that phone uh, because they know they can charge the government for it and the government will pay yeah. for it. Um, and they're going to, you know, drag as much money out of that as what they possibly can. It's not <laughs> It's not like you see on the TVs like, oh, trace someone's phone and 30 seconds yeah. later they're tracing their phone. It's not how it works. There are serious safeguards. Yeah. Uh, privacy issues involved in tracing somebody's phone and you have to have very good hard evidence as to why you would want to trace a person's phone if you're going to do that. Now, what we've got here is an app which in which we kind of go, yeah, you know what, we're going to bypass all of those safeguards and rather than requiring the government to show proof and for a judge to sign off on a warrant, we're just going to hand over this information ourselves. Now, is that a positive thing? Does that, you know, is that something that a a healthy, you know, democratic society would want to do. Now, of course, on the other hand, the flip side of that is that if they get, you know, 40% of the population gets this particular app, then they can do some serious things. And by having the app, you might be in a position where you could save one or hundreds of lives. Yeah. You know, when I first heard of the whole idea of of contact tracing, I, I thought I misheard it and I thought they were talking about contacting a person named Tracy and so the idea of, a, of an app to contact a person named Tracy when I first heard it it seemed a little bit strange and a little bit pointless but the idea of contact of contact tracing to find to track where you've been and who you've been in contact with I get the idea and, and I understand that it could be beneficial but for me personally I, I, I don't think I need it or I don't and I don't think I would worry about it um, for me, if you are someone though that is, you know, quite regularly going out with people or, or, or um, involving yourself and interacting with with a variety of different people on a regular basis, then I think that could be different because you know you need to be on top of things. You need to be make sure that you're aware of who you're with and who you're seeing. Okay, so let's look. Let's think about the Chinese model then. The Chinese have a similar app, um, and without that app, you don't get to go shopping. In fact, you only get to go shopping when the app turns green. Yep. And you get checked as you go into the supermarket. If the app is green, then you get to walk in. If it's not, then it's not your turn to go shopping, and so it's like, well, too bad. You've got to stay out of there. Or you've been in contact with somebody who has uh, coronavirus, so you can't go. 
Um, and it kind of reminds me, you know, because we've gone towards a cashless society, or more so towards a cashless society than ever before. I mean, I haven't used cash for at least 20 years. I don't remember when I last used cash except for, you know, like, uh, you know, your, your garage sale kind of scenario. I love cash. Yeah, I can't stand the stuff. Um, you got to carry That's it around. That's how I save money. Um, but in Revelation chapter 13, the Bible says that, you know, the mark of the beast, it will force all small and great, rich and poor, to free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads that no one would be able to buy and sell except those that have the mark. And so we know that there's going to become restrictions on buying and selling. And, of course, they have that in China right now. You know, yeah. And it has been brought in by a virus. Now, here's the interesting thing. People scoff at this kind of language in the Bible because they're like, no one's ever going to uh, accept those kinds of restrictions, particularly in relationship to worship. But the funny reality is, and this is this is something about human nature that I find most interesting to watch, is that all you have to have to be able to produce massive change in a society is a crisis and people will beg you to take away their liberties and their freedoms so that they can have security. We saw that during 9-11. You know, 9-11 comes past, 3,000 people died. It was a terrible tragedy. And the United States just stood up and threw their whole constitution straight out the window. It's like, ah, oh, no, please, take away my freedoms. You know, they were begging the government to get rid of their freedoms so that they could have security. They could feel and safe. And we've got exactly the same thing happening now. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that this is going to bring in the mark of the beast. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that it does illustrate how easily Bible prophecy can be fulfilled. And that when we look at what the Bible says and we're like, oh, that's a wild conspiracy theory. Actually, you know what? It's not. No. It's very, very easy to happen. And I think that, you know, here's, so here's the situation. You have the option between getting an app. And if you have the app, you have so much more, you know, social connectedness. You have so much uh, less restrictions on lockdown. You have better economic ability. You have the ability to be able to feed yourself, to work and to eat and to so forth. Or you don't get the app yeah. and you stay in lockdown and the economy is wrecked and everybody goes broke and everybody's struggling. Uh, you can see that a lot of people like, yeah, well, just please take all of my privacy, take it away and, uh, and take this app. Now... Having said that, you see, I've been turning this around in my mind as a Christian. Do I get the app or do I not get the app? Well, the reality is that, uh, you know, big business and government already knows so much about us through social media. Yeah, absolutely. And I know there's people out there like, well, I'm not on social media, so they don't know anything about me. Don't be a fool. Of course they know something about you. You're they on know the electoral a lot role. About, they know they a know. lot about you. It's, and, 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 and the way that those algorithms are built is because you associate with people who are on social media. Yes. And they can identify you that way and build an algorithm. There's an algorithm that builds a picture of who you are. Okay, so does that mean that we lock ourselves away and we have nothing to do with this kind of technology? Here's how I kind of look at it. You know what? If I get the app, yeah. then the government is going to know, you know who I am associating with. Mm. Okay? Uh, is that a problem? Or is it actually a good thing? If I use social media, then there is an algorithm building a picture of who I am so that they can market to me. Is that a problem? Or is that actually a good thing? Wouldn't it be amazing if the app 
or the algorithm that is tra- tra- chasing us and tracking us was building a picture of Jesus Christ. You know, wouldn't it be a massive problem if it was building a picture of us? That'd be terrible. But if it's building a picture of Jesus Christ, then wouldn't that just be amazing? Um, and so sometimes I think, yeah, maybe we should embrace these things. And it's like, well, it's going to happen anyway, so let's just get on with it. And let's build a picture of Jesus Christ and let's let the government and big business and everybody else see what Jesus Christ looks like. This is uh, Carly Fletcher, Teach Us to Number Our Days. We do not know how long we Everybody, that was Carly Fletcher with Teach Us to Number Our Days. You're listening to The Breakfast Show and Liam is about to bring us our next clue for our quiz. Liam. I am indeed. Clue number three this morning. Gideon's call by God to deliver Israel from the Midianites is found in this book. Okay, what book am I? If you know the number, if you know the name, I should say, call us 1-800-324-843. 
is the number or text us on 0491 And of course, don't forget tomorrow morning to tune in between 9.30 and 10.30 for live interactive uh, small group Bible study happening right here on Faith FM Radio, Matt Parra and myself. But joining us right now on the phone is Geraldine Prisbilko. Geraldine, welcome to the show. Hi, Lyle. How are you? I'm, we, we're doing amazing. Um, now, Geraldine, you are the Comprehensive uh, Health Director within the South Pacific region for the Adventist Church. And you've got some special programs that have... Well, you had some programs that were kind of planned and haven't come off due to the... Uh, um, coronavirus, but you've uh, adapted those plans to be able to continue to go ahead. Can you share with us uh, what has been happening within our region? Yes, we've been developing for some time now a digital platform, which is a go-to place for wellness. And this platform is called ElliaWellness.com. It's a digital platform. And with that, we've created a whole lot of videos and fact sheets across um, the seven dimensions of wellness. And the seven dimensions of wellness is, you know, bringing things together like the emotional thriving, which is that feeling content and having emotional intelligence. So that's the physically energized component, so experiencing vibrant physical health, like making sure you're getting your exercise and your sleep and you're having a good diet, being socially connected, which is really important even despite the, the restrictions that we have. And that's enjoying satisfying relationships and good social uh, support. Being vocationally enriched, and this is about you know being engaged in activities that enrich your life, service, and helping people. And we can even do that, um, you know, under these COVID restrictions by helping people, um, you know, making sure that you know people have food, that they've been looked after, uh, etc. And then there's intellectually engaged, and this is approaching life with a passion for lifelong learning and intellectual stimulation. Then we've got emotionally attuned, uh, interacting positively with the environment and spiritually empowered, which is having a strong connection to God uh, and having meaning in your life. And we believe that when you have all these different components working together, uh, that you can actually experience uh, an abundant life. Okay, so really what you're looking at here is a, a, a lifestyle package in many ways. Correct. And it basically, as I said, it, the, the, the uniqueness is that many many platforms and digital platforms and apps, they focus on one aspect of your life. What we're saying is we want to focus on all the different aspects and make sure that um, we develop tools and, and uh, back sheets and videos and uh, products and resources that actually help you to improve if different parts of your life. Because you might be doing really well physically and you might be, you know, getting the right diet in, you might be going for walks each day, but, you know, mentally, you know, you're feeling a bit down, a bit depressed, uh, et cetera. And so what we're looking at is how do we improve each of the different areas, and maybe just one area at a time. A lot of the lifestyle-based uh, health programs that we're seeing at the moment are based around the New Start program, which is you know the eight laws of health. What is the advantage of your system uh, over the traditional New Start uh, that we're probably a little bit more familiar with? Well, New Start, uh, I believe, is a great resource, and uh, the principles of New Start is still in this, but this actually goes further. So this is about um, one, making sure that everything is evidence based. Two, we're looking at uh, the areas of, of service. So with the laws of health, you're talking about you know 
you know, the sunlight and the exercise and diet. Well, we have all of that, but we're also talking about the, the power and the importance of being socially connected. We're talking about service and how it's becomes under vocation and reach. We're talking about people, someone's career, uh, which comes also under that, which is also very important. And talking about the importance of keeping your mind stimulated and, uh, you know, making sure that we challenge ourselves rather than, uh, because when we don't, we know that, you know, there's more uh, higher risk of having dementia and things like that. So the whole aim here is really, it's new start is great. The principles of new start is still in here, but we go further. Yeah, fantastic. And I think one of the things that I've sort of just listening into what you're sharing right there that I really appreciate about, you know, this approach to lifestyle is that it's not just focused on you. Um, it has a very much an outward focus on other people, which I think is going to, you know, have a tremendous benefit coming back to you at the same time. What kind of people have you, you mentioned you, you, you're building a digital platform here. Um, what part, kind of people do you have that are contributing to um, the material that you're preparing? Well, all our uh, material is actually developed with health professionals. So we have doctors, um, uh, psychologists, uh, with the articles we're developing. And this was obviously, you know, we just started this uh, recently, but over time we'll have, you know, in a few months' time we'll have 100 articles, uh, 100 videos up on the platform. And these actually range from real current things here like COVID-19, what is it, how is it transmitted, you know, how can I protect my child from COVID-19, to things like, um, you know, how do we strengthen the immune system? What foods can I eat to strengthen my immunity? Uh, looking at diet as well, how do I increase my immune level? And so, uh, and even emotional questions too, is it normal to think about, uh, is it normal to think of suicidal thoughts? You know, how do I overcome a depressed state when I have been faced with a major challenge in life? So we're actually looking at various stages here and the goal is really to share this, be a trusted source of information and for people to share it. And we've created a Facebook page as well, Elia Wellness, which is E-L-I-A, stands for Empowering Lifestyle Innovation Advocates. And Elia Wellness now, with our Facebook, we've had over a million views on our videos uh, for this, showing that there's a real need in the community. We've also got products and services, uh, say products that we have as well, which is like the Live More Project, helping people to live their, live an abundant life using scientifically proven strategies to boost your happiness uh, and also your health. We have to give to live, and so that can be done online. We can. Uh, we also have to give to live, which can be done online as well, or through a facilitator. <clears throat> and that's actually around helping people um, with forgiveness so they can actually really uh, start a fresh new life. We have uh, a new resource called Retirement Ready, which can be also done online. And we've also got Stress and Thrive. And so that's basically, you know, in this time, uh, having the ability to you know, deal and cope with the different challenges that we're facing. Geraldine, you mentioned that you've been working on this platform for quite some time, you know, previous to coronavirus. How much has the coronavirus changed the material that you've been putting online and how much of a response have you been able to make you know directly to COVID-19? Well thankfully because we've been working on this digital platform uh, our resources are available digitally some of them have a facilitator as well and if you're interested in being a, a participant in this we encourage you to come to our site earlywellness.com 
or someone who uh, wants to facilitate one of our resources. And so what we're looking for really is um, people who are passionate about whole person health, uh, align with the philosophy um, of, of where we're going to actually come on board. So when this COVID happened, this, the products were already online. We were already building up a library of fact sheets and videos by health professionals. So it was very, and thankfully, uh, very easy to transition um, to the situation. And now we have groups all over from Australia to New Zealand doing these resources online. Now, when you talk about the resources that you've got there, you mentioned that there are videos and articles. Are there courses that you can do, that kind of material? That's correct. That's correct. So, as I was mentioning, the Live More Project, for Kids to Live, uh, Retirement Ready, which is preparing you for retirement, uh, CHIP Health Improvement Program as well, which is an awesome uh, resource, which has 30-plus um, published, uh, published articles, event-based articles. Uh, that goes with that, and uh, Distress and Thrive and Elliot Kitchen. So we've actually got a range of resources in the area of emotional well-being, uh, spiritual, um, diet, and uh, just retirement ready is really looking at a whole life approach with Dr. Bruce Manners in preparing for retirement. It sounds like uh, this would be a great place to go if you are, yeah, I guess, locked down at home and maybe have a little bit of time on your hands, this would be a fantastic place to spend some of that time uh, just jumping in there and improving your uh, well-being and lifestyle and health. Um, I think Liam had a question. Yeah, I do. Uh, Geraldine, have you, it's a sort of a two-part question. Have you been working from home recently? Sorry, can you say that again? Have you? Yeah, Liam's having a little bit of trouble for some reason. I'm not quite sure why his microphone isn't going well over the... Uh, over the uh, telephone, but um, I guess the question is, uh, you've all been working on this particular project. Um, has this been a project where you've been able to do it from home? Yes, absolutely. I ran a de-stress and thrive uh, course for a group of people yesterday. Um, on Saturday afternoon, I do the forgive program and I facilitate that online. And so it's really it's really easy to do online. You know, I just do it through Zoom. I have all of the videos and all of the. Um, Information is there, and as I said, if you're interested about facilitating or you are wanting to do one of any of these courses, um, please go to the website and you can learn more about that. Or if you want to access any of these, and, and for this short period of time, until um, May 18th, all our resources are for free. Okay, so let me just uh, let me just I, I want to emphasise that at the moment. So until May 18, all of your resources, all of your courses that you have available there are entirely for free. So we really need to get some um, contact details. Um, where do we go? What's the what's the website that we go to to access these free courses right now? Okay, so it's Elia. So it's www.eliawellness, one word, .com. And what does Elia mean? Where does that name come from? I think sometimes when you know where a name comes from, it helps us to remember uh, exactly what that name is. Yes, so Elia stands for Empowering Lifestyle Innovation Advocates. So it's about actually getting like-minded people together who really want to spearhead and be empowered in the area of lifestyle and innovation. Fantastic. Okay, so that's eliawellness.com. So head over there and everything is free. All of your courses are free until 
May 18. And this is one of the wonderful things that I've been seeing happening in our world right now is that a lot of people who have been producing material such as yours uh, from around the world have been making it available free during this crisis. And I guess it's a, an example of, you know, the world just sort of stepping up and everybody, you know, taking the opportunity to do their bit to make the world a better place. And I just want to congratulate, congratulate you uh, and the Elliot Project on that, Geraldine, in making that available. And uh, at such an important time because we need to be healthy now probably more than on average. Um, so thank you so much for, uh, for making that available. Geraldine, thank you for joining us today to talk about the Elliot thank Program. Thank you. And encourage everybody to head over much. there and, and just uh, make the most of it at this particular time. Right now we're going to move on with the show and we have Alison Krauss and the Cox family coming up. You're listening to The Breakfast Show.
easier said than done. But there's a program called Forgive to Live, designed to help us all improve our lives and discover the healing power of forgiveness. So if you're keen to take that first step, head to forgivetolive.org.au. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Our team here at Faith FM want to encourage you to be God's hands and feet in your communities, to stay positive and to stay connected in this virus season. Remember to call your friends and family and ask if there's anything they need, whether it's food, some toilet paper or just a chat. Little things like this make a big difference to loved ones who just want to know that you're safe and sound.
be eternal.